Hey everybody, Ian here to tell you all about the fine shows you could be listening to from the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Let's start it off with the original Stuff and Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all, starring myself and my good buddy Chewy, where we talk about our friendship, our past, our future, our history, ghosts, clowns, sharks, dolphins, and Stan Lee. That comes out every single Friday. You can also check out Four Color Commentary, where myself, Chewy, Ryan, and Alan talk about comic books. That's right, kids, comic books. Old, new, comic book movies and news, so many comics you can't even handle it all. That comes out every new comic book day, which is Wednesdays for those of you who know. If you're an old or new comic books fan, this is the podcast for you. And every Saturday, Ryan and I team up for an action-packed blockbuster with Super Action Bros, where we watch movies with explosions and car chases. Strap in, everybody, and get your popcorn ready, because Super Action Bros is coming your way. And finally, the dark and spooky side of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. That's right, boys and girls. Get ready for some scares. It's Eyes in the Dark with Chewy, Evan, and James as they watch classic horror movies and some of those that were made just as a quick cash grab. Well, everybody, that's all the shows of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Odds are you're listening to one right now or I wouldn't even be here. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to subscribe to us and sit back, relax, and enjoy another fine Stuff and Things Network podcast. Stephen Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all. If my calculations are correct, you will be listening to this podcast immediately after you saw the DeLorean struck by lightning. First, let me assure you that I am alive and well. I've been living happily these past eight months in the year 1885. The lightning bolt that hit the DeLorean caused a gigawatt o- overload, which scrambled the time circuits, activated the flux capacitor, and sent me back to 1885. The overload shorted out the time circuits and destroyed the flying circuits. Unfortunately, the car will never fly again. I set myself up as a blacksmith front, as a front while I attempted to repair the damage to the time circuits. Unfortunately, this proved impossible because suitable replacement parts will not be invented until 1947. However, I've gotten quite adept at shoeing horses and fixing wagons. I have buried the DeLorean in the abandoned Del Lago mine adjacent to the old Boot Hill Cemetery as shown on the enclosed map. Hopefully it should remain undisturbed and preserved until you can uncover it in 1955. Inside, you will find repair instructions. My 1955 counterpart should have no problem repairing it so that you can drive it back to the future. Once you have returned to 2016, destroy the time machine. Do not, I repeat, do not attempt to come back here to get me. I am perfectly happy living in the fresh air and wide open spaces, and I fear that unnecessary time travel only risks further disruption of the space-time continuum. And please take care of Chewy for me. I know that you will give him a good home. Remember to walk him twice a day, and then he only likes canned dog food. 
These are my wishes. Please respect and follow them. And so, listener, I now say farewell and wish you Godspeed. You have been a good, kind, and loyal friend to me, and you've always made a real difference in my life. I will always treasure our relationship and think on you with fond thoughts, warm feelings, and a special place in my heart. Your friend in time, Doc Ian Rich. This date, 2016. The podcast about everything and nothing at all. Whoa. Heavy. There's that word again, heavy. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is that a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? Uh, Guys, I'm it's, chewy. it's very close to Back to the Future Day. And I'm Ian, as my letter stated. So I figured like it's very close to Back to the Future Day. Or it may be, uh, actually, it might have already passed. October, let's see, it was October, right? No, wait, yeah. What day is October. it? October? <laughs> well, it's the month of Back to the Future, yeah. except we're one year ahead of where we were supposed to be. Um, and I didn't win any lace-up shoes automatically. No, Chewy, didn't. I didn't know you only like canned dog food. It's weird that other me That's knew that. That's the only kind of dog food that I like. It's got. <laughs> how did you know? How I don't know how you figured that out. <laughs> I but... replaced you with the dog. You thought you were going to be Marty, but oh, I replaced you with the dog. I'm the dog. <laughs> hey, Einstein was the world's first time traveler, according oh. to that movie. Even though technically no one that we know of has traveled in time. Not Although have you seen those of. have you seen those photos online of like the guy that appears to be on a cell phone in like this nineteen twenties like shot? Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. <laughs> like yeah. who's that guy? What's he doing there? What's he doing with that? Does he <laughs> just have like a brick and is he just holding it up to his ear? Yeah. Little <laughs> little did we know that <laughs> it was just a crazy guy. It was just some guy, an inventor, and he's holding a brick up to his ear and he's talking he's talking to himself and people are like what are, you, what are you doing, doing James? <laughs> Come on, man. Anyway. Have some respect. He's like, no, I'm talking to my friends. I'm talking to my family. Everyone's going to want one of these. I would. And I was like, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> and then that guy who's like, you're fucking crazy, started designing it. And then he passed along the designs to his son and his you know, children and so forth. And then that's how the, we got the cell phone. And that's, that's the story of James T. Cell Phone the first. <laughs> James T. Cell Phone James the first. The Cell Phone. Yeah. His middle name is the... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so welcome to Seven Things. If this is your first time with us, you are more confused than normal. If you're a returning sat cat, welcome back. Uh, hello. Welcome. Uh, and remember, you don't need money. You don't need fame. You don't need no credit card to ride this train. Stark and excited and may be cruel sometimes, but it might just save your life. That's the power of love. <laughs> we should just do an episode where we just quote things nonstop and not even joke about them or talk about the quotes, only communicate in quotes oh, of things. I, I, I mean, with Back to the Future, I, I usually use those quotes in everyday life. Every yeah. once in a while, I'll say like, old man blank and so-and-so owned all of this. He had this crazy idea about breeding such and such. <laughs> That's because the pine trees. Yeah. Anyway, um, so if this is your first time with us, hello again. Uh, if you want to reach out to our show, you can. If you want to say, hey. Uh, Stop that. Hey, knock it off. I hate Back to the Future. If you hate Back to the Future, you can just fuck right off because that movie's great. Go to the past and you will stay there. <laughs> you stay there. I don't care how good you get at shoeing horses and fixing wagons. Anyway. Um so uh, you can reach out to us by going to our website at stuffandthingsnetwork.com, clicking on the Stuff and Things show artwork, and uh, you'll be taken to a page where you can listen to the show right there on the website. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Reach out to us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr. Uh, you can also reach out to us individually on that website by clicking on our photos. Uh, but if you want to reach out to us right now and say, hey, 
Uh, I also love Back to the Future. You can find me, Ian, on the internet at iRitch. That's at I-R-I-T-C-H. And for me, Chewy, the dog, it's <laughs> at Chupacabra. C-H-E-W-P-A-C-A-B-R-A. You can also email us by clicking on the Contact Us button on the front page of the website and selecting our show and shooting us an email. Maybe you can write a better Doc Brown letter to us about your time travel. So uh, all of that at StephAndThingsNetwork.com. So, question. I got a question for you because I got to burst your bubble. In the middle of that, yes. did you mean to say 1959? Uh, 1955? 1955. Come on, Chewy. Or did you mean to switch, or were, was it supposed to be switched to 2016? No, because I, and that's, I, by the way, behind the scenes. Oh, no, back, no, that was just, I might no, have done that I don't. a few times. No, the reason I didn't say that there is because 1955 is the middle point. Okay. And then he goes to 2016. So I was thinking, like, what's the middle point in my life? But I'm like, I'm at the middle point <laughs> in my life. So you can't go back to 2016, then go back to 2016. So, I don't know. Uh, you could. I mean, you could. So, uh, Chewy, I have a question for you. you. Like, yeah. We had a, a funny joke time before the episode, and it, spo- uh, it, it, it popped a question into my head. And, you, and, and as always, when I know you're ready to record and you want to talk about it on the show, you say, let's start recording. Let's fucking so, record. <laughs> here's what happened. Chewy was in his room. Uh, it, was, it was across the hall from mine. He can view into my room and sees and can, and can see you know, my door is open. He can't always view into my I'm room. Sit- it's not like I have a glass door. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, door open, just pounding off. No, no. And <laughs> I, I, I'm sitting there on my bed, just looking at the ceiling and just kind of staring off into space. And, he, and Chewy walks in the door. Lights off. Lights are off. No movement in my room. Chewy comes in and goes, I'm ready to record and just stands there. And I'm like, all right, how long can I play dead before he comes over and concern, like in concern? And I start laughing. And so I realize, okay, I, I can't pretend to play dead that long. But the question arose in my head, how long would it take <laughs> Chewy before I was actually dead for him to like check on me to make sure? Mm-hmm. Like if I have 10 minutes from when my consciousness dies and you walk in at the one minute mark mm-hmm. and I'm like, Beep, but you can save me within 10 minutes. Do you think I would be dead? Would you save me? Would you be like, hey, Ian, I'm going to record and I don't move. I'm just okay, like so so in this scenario, I'm like, I can see you. It's yes. not like how long before I'm like, I haven't seen Ian. In a no, 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 no. It's gonna be it's gonna be the same scenario that I just mm. described. You walk in, you see me laying on the bed, looking like I'm pretending to be dead, but I am dead for real. And I, I just died like a second ago. <sighs> All right. Well, let's see. Like my heart stopped. Like so, now, now you could resuscitate me if you got my heart pumping again and got oxygen going. You could resuscitate me in the, in this exact scenario. Yeah, you would probably die. <laughs> oh. <laughs> would you feel guilty if they absolutely? Like, if they were like, he's probably been dead for like two hours. When yeah, they, when when they or whatever, however long yeah. time it is, he's been dead for like such and such amount of time because yeah. you haven't answered the question. So the EMTs tell you that you'd be like. Right when I walked yeah. in this room, I you're like you let him die. I probably I, no, not probably. I would absolutely feel terrible. Um, so here's here's my train of thought, Ian. Okay, continue. There are times, there are times, Ian, and listener, uh, <laughs> or one listener. <laughs> Thank you. Well, listener. I wanted to make it as personal as possible. Um. We there there are times where I'll be like, all right, let's knock out this recording. You know, we we got shit to do, and then we just go and sit in the living room and watch TV when we're done. Um, no, but there's times where I'm like, I'm like, all right, cool, I'm I'm ready to record. Uh, let's let's you know do this. I got something else, whatever. And um, 
you'll be like, okay, cool. I'm going to get the room ready. And then you'll come into your room and you won't start getting the room ready. <laughs> it's inst- a tiring walk. But instead, you'll just be like chilling or, or whatever it is. Well, um, do you want to... <laughs> Do you want to know something real fast? Sometimes you just pound off real quick. No, no, no. Not just that. No, no, no. Okay. Like I've been, you guys, the listeners don't know this, but Chewy knows I've been on a pretty heavy, like pick up my room, get shit clean and organized as best as possible <laughs> yeah, in my yeah. life recently. And there's been a couple times where like I'll be, I'll maybe have worked for like 15 minutes of like physical labor of bending down, picking <laughs> yeah. shit up, throwing it away, <laughs> finding garbage. <laughs> And there's points where I'm just like, well, I can sit down and take a break for a minute. And I've literally out loud, you weren't home, but out loud to myself said, no, no, Ian, push through. Come on. You could do this. I'm just picking up garbage off the ground. It's not like I'm fucking like running a marathon. I love that statement because you're talking about your room. You're talking about finding garbage. Like, where do you have garbage hidden? Trash? Like under my bed? Why do you put trash under your bed? It gets like, you know, it's like a receipt falls and it wasn't a lot of trash. It wasn't like it was like food garbage. It was just like receipts or something. Just stuff put like a little that. trash can next to your bed. Well, it, it falls out of the bag and then I'm like, well, walking around and gets pushed underneath the bed. Listen, there's nothing under there now. Well, just pick for, it up when it falls down. Because I'm probably excited to get whatever it is out of the bag, Chewy. <laughs> Not all of us act like adults and are super clean all the time. Well, you want you keep I'm talking trying, the game about being an adult. You as be an Santana adult. instructed me, I'm trying to change my evil ways. <laughs> <laughs> so, the life lessons of the Santana. 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 Smooth. The, the ever wise Santana. Be smooth. <laughs> all right. Any, but anyway, be the, smooth and abandon your evil ways. The point is, like, I had to pep talk myself to just pick up trash off the ground. Because I was getting tired. It's so fucking 15 lame. minutes? Yeah, it was probably something less than that. I'm giving You're getting tired stuff. after 15 minutes. Not like tired, but I'm just like, oh, this is taking forever. Why can't it just be done already? And oh, I realize so that's all in my control. And if you want it to be done, you have to keep going. <laughs> like, it's not like, oh, where's that robot coming to pick this up? I feel like you're learning a lot of things. I feel like I'm just moving closer to the Wally future where I'm on a, a floating hover chair drinking my cupcake in a cup. I feel like you're learning a lot of things now that I guess why I'm surprised is I'm like, I feel like I learned that before I went to college. Oh, no, I learned that then, too. I learned it then, too. But but I, but I've never I've usually been like, all right, you can take a break for five minutes and then keep and then keep going in five minutes. <laughs> But like this time, this is the first time I think in my life where I have been, and I always will, I will get the job done. I mean, I get it done the fastest, but I will get it done. Like I'll be, I remember when I was a kid and <laughs> I should tell the story, but I remember, I like, want to, I want to Let's just say a now. generic mess happened in my room. Let's say there was a mess in my room. My no, room I want to hear the story. No, I'm not going to share it. What? I, I'm being, I'm not going to share that. <laughs> so, but I, but why there, do you, why do you say it like that? Okay, you could have ignored that completely. There have been times, there have been times like where I, I've also felt the wild hair up my ass to be like, you know what? I'm going to get this room in a ship shape. And I'll, like, I'll go in my closet, which is full, which was full of crap and, and, and try to pull stuff down. It was all collapse on the okay. ground. And I'd be like, well. And I find that that's the way I work the best. Well, there is a pile there, and now the pile has to go away. <laughs> so I need to go through the okay. pile. So I've done that before, and there's been times where I'm just like, all right, take a break, take a break, take a break, take a break. Like, and, I, and I'll get the job done. But this is the first time in my life where I've actually been like, no, you are going to power through this. You are going to keep going, and your reward will be rest when it's done. Yeah. And I do that to myself. No one was there like with a with a whip telling me, do this. I was like, oh, Jesus. No, I did that to myself. I was the one with the whip, whipping okay. myself into shape. 
And I did. And I finished cleaning the thing I needed to clean. And I felt accomplished. And then I kept cleaning. Because I was like, you know what? I'm not done yet. I'm going to keep going. And that was it. It was cum tissues, wasn't it? No, (laughs) it wasn't cum tissues. It literally was like Target bag, maybe a hanger from my closet. You're being so cryptic. I'm telling you exactly what it happened. No, what was under my you're bed? Like, you're like, I'm not. I'm not gonna tell you. Maybe what. dryer sheets from like clothes. I'm not talking about here. I'm talking about when you were a kid when you made oh, quote no, no, unquote, no. It, generic mess. No, no, no. Uh, it, it was. It was mostly just like stuff I had shoved in my closet. It was never like food or cum tissues. <laughs> Those went in the garbage. Cum mm. tissues. Why use that when you got perfectly good carpet was right it there? Porno mags. I like how you just let that slide. Uh no, it wasn't porno mags. Was it porno DVDs? <laughs> Are you really gonna let that one slide? I'm, I'm, Did you even hear what I, I said? I didn't because I'm trying to. I want. I want to guess. I it. You're cum, trying to distract I me, said sir. Cum tissues. Yeah. Why do that when you have perfectly good carpet right there? <laughs> just fucking. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if they took a blacklight to my childhood room, all the things they would find. I don't think it would just. I don't think it would be. I need to know what this mess is, Ian. It was just like like garbage and stuff, like like stuff that I don't need. I refer to everything that I don't need anymore as garbage. So like, there's some garbage like in that right there. Uh, But I can see that you're getting uncomfortable. I'm trying to get to the root of that. There's nothing. There's nothing to talk about. It was just Uh, a generic mess. uh, It 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 involved it involved another person, and I don't want to make them embarrassed. So I'm not going to bring it up. I'll tell you off microphone. You'll understand. But it was your room. Yes, it was my room. Well, you don't have to tell me who it was. <laughs> Just wh- I want to know. Well, like, let's what see. The there were two was. adults that live in my house, and one of them walked in my room, mad at me, pushed my stuff over, and said, <laughs> "Clean it up." <laughs> <laughs> the, I'm trying not to embarrass the person who said this, but you're fucking forcing my hand. They were so mad. They walked in my room, took my stuff, tipped it over and said, clean it up. It was clean. The room was fine. Well, kind of. It wasn't clean to their liking, but it was straight to their liking. Ian. Oh, my God. I wish that you were in my head right now because... I almost fell out of this chair because, like, my head just all of a sudden was 10 pounds lighter when I was laughing, <laughs> and I, I lost my balance. <laughs> that wasn't... <laughs> Why didn't you just say someone else made a mess in my room on purpose? Yeah, well, because then I had to tell the story. That was the best part. I remember, I remember being so, like, what? I remember the first time. This is the first time I ever questioned, what the fuck? What the fuck, and man? That, I think that was the moment that I learned that adults are just big children. <laughs> they don't know any better how to control their emotions than I do. They just trick us into thinking. They, they just do. know how to pick up messes. They don't even know how to do that because my room was fine. It, it just had too much stuff for their liking. Like they didn't like that I had mag. I was I wasn't like a hoarder as a kid. I just wasn't very good at cleaning stuff. Like you I guys would be can't like, see this, but in the corner there's just like a stack, like three, three. People size stacks of old newspapers. There are not three people size stacks of old newspapers. <laughs> There's a can of SpaghettiOs. Those, Those are comic books. There's a can of SpaghettiOs. Chewy, if, throw, if he throws it away, something, something bad, bad will happen. happen. Um. So no, but, but that literally happened to me. I remember going like, "What, what did I do?" Man, God, clean it was... up. And it was like, it was like, you see that tote like that? Imagine yeah. that, but there was like some stuff on top of it. Okay. Like, and then they pushed it over. And I don't know, they may have even opened the toad up and turned it upside down. Oh. 
I don't remember. I definitely remember like a bunch of magazines and like yeah. a little magazine thing and like some other stuff. Like kind of like there's this tote and like a Lego tote yeah, yeah, and yeah. this tote and like stuff tap stacked on top of each other. And I remember definitely the magazines got turned over. And I remember mm. the Lego tote got pushed over and the top came off, which of course is the hardest toy to pick up. Yeah. And then I don't remember. If, I don't remember if they actually lifted it up and turned it upside down. Mm-hmm. But definitely the phrase. Pick that up. Pick it up. Yeah, was 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 said. I don't. Oh, that's great. I won't mention who of the two adults that's, that lived in my house were. No, just I. All I wanted to hear I was the, the circumstances think, of the mess. That's what, the that's answer, really what it was. I think the answer would surprise you, and I'll tell you what Michael was. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so so suffice to say, Chewy, uh, I have a hard time sometimes getting motivated to do physical labor. Yeah. Anyway, so so there are times. <laughs> <laughs> where I'll be like, let's record, and you'll be like, yeah, I'm gonna get the room ready, and then I'll come in the room like ten minutes later, and like it's not ready, or sometimes you're just like on the bed, it, off. and sometimes, and sometimes you'll you'll actually have dozed off a little bit. Um, you know, I get tired, so um, my body works in mysterious ways. <laughs> actually, it probably works like everybody else's body, but my body gets tired too. So. So because of that, and then also knowing that you like to prank and knowing that you like to be weird and funny and kind of like, you know, you're like me in that way. If I walked up and I was like, okay, I'm ready to record. And then you just like lay there motionless and didn't do anything. I would assume, oh, he just isn't mentally ready to record yet and he's just being weird and trying to fuck with me so i would probably just not say anything and walk out because there's been times where you're like oh yeah uh in a little bit and then like i'll go you're you're like oh give me like 15 minutes and like like and then we'll record like i'll let you know i'm like okay let me know when you're ready and then like two hours will go by and then um you'll tell me like like oh like i just woke up i fell asleep so my assumption would be Oh, okay. He's just being weird and he's probably tired. So I would probably just go out to the living room for a few hours. And then after a few hours, I'd probably just text you and be like, hey, are we going to record still or not? Mind you, you, you wouldn't reply. my door's wide open. <laughs> First of all, very rarely have I ever fallen asleep with my door wide open. I learned yeah. this because my roommate likes to Snapchat me sleeping. Not, not me. Chewy. <laughs> Matt does. And so, I have respect. One of these times, I want to run into Matt's room while he's sleeping and slap him on the face and Snapchat it and then run out. <laughs> but I'm afraid to slap see, chat. I'm, af- I'm afraid to see him naked, so I have never done it. The yeah. fear of nudity. Just put some like Vaseline on your eyes. <laughs> Vapor rub. Yeah. There. <laughs> God. <laughs> so I'll uh, every time I'm gonna, uh, and then I run into uh, run, I run into the wall on the way out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just break your nose. Um, and it'd just be a minty, bloody mess. <laughs> um. So I would probably menthol, menthol, like a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> I would probably then text you to be like, "Hey, are we gonna record or what?" You wouldn't reply because you'd be dead. And then I would say, "Well, I guess he's asleep." And then I'd probably text you maybe an hour later and be like, "Hey, dude, are are you up? Are we recording?" And then you wouldn't reply because you'd be dead. <laughs> and then I would probably just be like, what "The fuck, man! Come on! Like that's not fucking cool." Like fu- you just wouldn't walk in here fuck and be like, this. "Hey, man, are you all right?" I'd be like, "Fuck, dude! Like, <laughs> the fuck!" When like, he's being all reclusive and shit, and then I'd pissed I'd, myself. I'd probably then just like go do something or like go to bed, and <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow would come. Oh, God. Ian, 
And um, oh, we work together, but sometimes you work from home. Oh, God. And, um, How many hours has it been? <laughs> it's been at least 12. At this at point. Le- at le- it's probably like 12 or 14 hours so oh, far. I would probably then assume, oh, you're working from home or whatever. So I would probably just go to work. And sometimes when you're working. By the way, from- we're also assuming Matt's not here to discover me. Because if Matt yeah. saw me like this, I think he'd walk in pretty quick. Usually when my room, my door's open, well, Matt okay, that, that's what. You know what? No, that's what it is. When I went to bed, when I go to bed um, the night before. So I'd probably get like four hours, five hours in. Because like when I go to bed, if your door was still open and you're still lying there, I, I'd figure, well, if he was asleep, I'd probably like hear him breathing or snoring or something. <laughs> and if you were asleep for that long, if you were knocked out that hard, so I'd be like, that, that's when I'd be like, dude, dude, and I'd come <laughs> over, I'd give you a shake and be like, dude, get up. I'm cold by this point. You're cold at Covered that point. Covered in piss and shit because I pissed and shit myself. So probably like four to five hours. Oh, God. Ian, all of this is on you to change. <laughs> if you change your habits, <laughs> then I'll discover uh, my dead corpse uh, sooner. Maybe not nowhere near within the 10 minutes, even if I change tomorrow. No. But, <laughs> so I'm dead. You know what I'll do? I'll start oh, carrying like a, like a prodding stick of some sort. A- or here's what I'll do. If I think that, you know, I don't know if he's messing your, with me. Let me ask you this. When you touched me and you felt how cold I was, would your hand jump back a second? Because you're like, ooh, a dead body. I might. I'd be like, gross. I, I don't know. I've never touched a dead body. Have you never touched a dead body? No. Seriously? Yeah. I have. I've been in a and room full a, of dead I, bodies. I've touched it with a part of my body one. that you would never guess. Well, you would guess, but you wouldn't your guess first. Your cheek. Mm-hmm. Your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to kiss a corpse once. I feel on like... On the head. It was... Okay. I had to kiss my great-grandfather's yeah. corpse on the head. Yeah. And it was very weird. It was very strange. I feel like... Because this is a man that was so full of life. Yeah. And his skin was warm normally. <laughs> was it cold? It was cold. It felt like... Like cold or just not warm? It was cold. It was Fuck. like cold. Like air conditioner. I mean, he might have been under the... His body might have been under the air conditioner. So like, okay. If even I, if still, I was, like they had to keep you... In cold and yeah, quote unquote yeah. stasis. Yeah. <laughs> Death your, stasis. Yeah, yeah. Before your funeral, because if not, your flesh will start rotting, and that's not what they want. So, like, if I was holding, like, let's say I was drinking, like, like if an I, icy, like, yeah. if I, or a milkshake, and I was holding it with my bare hand, and my hand was cold from that, and let's say you came up to me, and I was like, oh, my hand's wet from, the, and I just like dry my hand off. You know, real quick uh, you know what it's like. Here's the easiest way to describe it. Here's the easiest way to describe it. You ever like drive with your air conditioner on really high, and then you're like, oh, it's getting too cold in here. And you feel like your skin. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Really? But it was like that, but also it was like not a live skin. Yeah. You could tell the difference. So it was kind of like kissing meat. It was weird. <laughs> oh, man. I have another question. Okay. What if you walked by my door? Uh huh. Like we were ready to podcast. Like yeah, I was yeah. ready. I just didn't say anything to you. And I was mm-hmm. just sitting in my chair like I am now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with my eyes open. Okay. With no expression on my face. Okay. Just sitting here in front of the microphone looking like this. Okay, like how long before I would? Yeah. Like, let's say I, was, I just sat down. I was like, all right, I'm ready to go. And mm-hmm. heart stops. I would. It kind of depends on other circumstances. I, initially, I would be like, okay, he's fucking with me. 
So it all depends on if I sat down and I'm literally five feet from you. <laughs> it, it it depends on if in the moment I decide to like sit like I decide, oh, OK, I'm just going to sit here until you're ready to then or whatever, um, because then I feel like I would have enough time to notice he hasn't blunk in a while. The reason I ask is because obviously if I'm in a position where I look like I'm dead, yeah. you're not going to think I'm yeah. dead. Well, well and that that's which is the most scary thing to think about because <laughs> how are you supposed to not look like you're in a weird dead position? I I don't know, dude. <laughs> I mean, like if you were lying face down on the floor in here, I I would think that like something was wrong. <laughs> if it was Matt, I would think nothing is wrong. <laughs> He's just being comfortable. He's just lying down on the floor, face down. That's what it is. Um, I feel like if I sat here and I decided like, okay, I'm just going to sit here until you, until you're ready to record until you hit record, I would have enough time to see you not blink. And that's maybe when I would be like, is something wrong? But if I sat down and I was like, okay, I'm ready to record and I'm like looking down, looking at my iPad or something like that. And then like, you just haven't moved or whatever. I might like look up and do this move. Okay, when you're ready, let me know, and then walk out of the room. So it'd be no different. I'd still be dead. It might be for a little... So there's no way my life is getting saved, is what you're saying. Well, just uh, don't prank me. (laughs) Fair enough. I'll tell you this. We'll do this, Ian. Let's make a pact, okay? You don't prank me in that way, and I I will, you know, make sure that you're not dead or that something's not wrong. However... If I do go to check on your well-being and you are pranking me and you are joking. What if I just pretended I was asleep? How would you know? How would you know I was like, oh, I was asleep. And you're pranking me. (laughs) I will never check on your welfare again. But what if I just pretended to be asleep and you didn't know? I think I'd be able to tell the difference. I don't know. I've seen you while you sleep enough. (laughs) I don't know. I sleep weird positions when I get real tired. I slept with all of my windows, my windows, like as far as like the blinds wide open, being warmed by the heat of the sun the other day to where strangers driving down the street could see me napping. I mean, they, they could. I, I had they? clothes on. I had clothes on. So I, I was so tired. I've, I've, I've been so tired sometimes, too, that I fell fallen asleep with all of my clothes on. That includes shoes. That's happened to me once. I think in this house, and I think it was <laughs> less of falling asleep and more of passing out. Yeah, well, because you were drunk. One time I passed out, Ian. I, I remember I like sat on my bed, like with my feet on the ground, right? And I sat on my bed and I was just like, fuck, I'm fucking drunk. And um, my door wasn't closed all the way, it was just kind of like. You know, when, when you close it, but you don't latch it, it's just like kind yeah. of there. Yeah. All my lights were on. And I was like, I'm not fucking. And I just lied down. I was just laying there for a second. I was like, okay, after this, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to go get some water. Go to. And then apparently I passed out because I woke up like five hours later. It was like four, whatever it was, five in the morning, something like that. I don't remember what time, but it was like that part of, of the night. And um, I, I was very confused because of my room having all its lights on. And I was, sti- I was still in all my clothes. <laughs> and I was just like, 
Oh, fuck. Oh, man, I almost fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) And then I, like, stood up, and then, like, I looked at my watch, and I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) I did 4 a.m. Yeah. Um, I lost time, Ian. You did. I've been there. I've lost time. Aliens. (laughs) Um. But yeah, no. Apparently, that, that that's happened to me. But yeah, I, I, in most cases, I would probably realistically, it'd probably be like, may like maybe an hour or two before I. Was so, like, but I do. I'm dead. There's no. There's no saving me. I'm you, dead. you would probably be dead. All right. You'd probably be dead. I've seen you a couple times laying on your bed, face down, and I've been like, uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. And I've been like, oh, this door's open. I know you just went in there five minutes ago, but. He's dead. Have you really real thought, bad. like, for yes, a second that, like, absolutely? I've also seen Matt laying like that. I've been like, if he's dead, really dead, I'm gonna feel bad. Oh man, I I did not intend to to put a well, fight. Well, no, in that's you. that's not your fault. It's me being paranoid. That's not. <laughs> it's not on you to blame to just be sleeping comfortably with your face in the bed. <laughs> well, I mean, what if I suffocate myself? I mean, you could be. I don't know why you do that, but all right. Yeah. Um, yes. Speaking of doing pranks. Yeah. It's Halloween time. We haven't even really made mention yet that it's Halloween time. This Not episode. this episode, no. But we've been talking about kind of scary stuff. Death. Yep, we're a bunch of Halloweeners mm. here. Well, a bunch of Halloweeners. That's what we are. Um, I was thinking, though, I'm like, man, Halloween pranks. You remember? Because, I mean, trick or treat, right? You you, you get you, you give someone an ultimatum. I will, tr- I will trick you. You're going to get tricked or treated. <laughs> or you will give me Do a trick. Do you want to put your fate in my hands? <laughs> um, <coughs> Do you know of any good Halloween pranks, Ian? Halloween pranks. Um, or have you ever pulled any? Not really, no. I've never, I, was never, I was never the guy to go I've out and never, smash pumpkins or like. Yeah, throw. I think I might have TP'd one time. I don't even know if I've ever done that before. I didn't do the eggs though, because I found no, out like the eggs funny. would like fuck up the paint. Oh, and you shit. want to know the, the most fucked up thing you can do? What? Jolly Rancher somebody. You ever done that? No. I've never done that either. But Oh, do you like get the Jolly Rancher all sticky and then stick it in their hair and mash no, it in their hair? Worse than that. Well, not it's not as self destructive, okay. but it sucks. You take a Jolly Rancher, okay. you lick one side yeah. of it, you stick it to a car. Oh, okay. You can't get that off. Really? You have to like like people like, here's Couldn't the, you just wash it off? You could. If you use enough hot water, it'll eventually probably melt down and dissipate. But people don't think of that. Oh wow. And especially if their car is covered in them, they just want to chip them off. Oh jeez. And so you chip it off and guess what comes off with the Jolly Rancher? The paint. Oh the fuck. Paint. <laughs> No, I've never That's a real that. hardcore asshole thing to do. I remember uh, one of our coworkers, uh, Emily, who went to high school with me, um, her and her friends used to do. This was kind of a cute prank, which was you would cut out a bunch of um, like uh, construction paper like circles hmm. and blue painter's tape, and you just cover someone's house in polka dots. Oh, okay. You'd polka dot. It could be cute. They come out like, oh, what a prank. But it's fine. It's easy cleanup. We'll just pull those off. No big deal. <laughs> Not in my house. I'll come out with a fucking shotgun. <laughs> you don't fucking poke it up my house. What the fuck? <laughs> um, this was a good prank, and I was like, I wish I would have thought of this. Okay. Um, man attached a flying skeleton to a drone, and people went nuts. Look at this. It's one of those wraith ones <laughs> with like the, the tattered edges. Oh, and my the tattered- God. It's like death flying around. Yeah. 
Oh, it's, um, it's like it looks like a Dementor, like from Harry Potter. That's what it looks like. A northern Wisconsin man was having ball, uh, having a ball oh, with shit, his neighborhood by attaching a terrifying skeleton ghost doll to a drone and flying it above his neighbors' heads. <laughs> um, it's one of those raggedy black like oh, cloak. It, it looks like death. It looks like death. Looks like oh man, you know what? This guy. Oh man. Okay. Um, Is he known? So for so it was it was it was posted on Twitter, uh-huh. right? And. Um, <clears throat> Zach Kruger, C R U E G E R, like Freddy, like the perfect name, like for this. That sounds like if they were to ever make like a Son of Freddy sequel, be yeah, Zach Kruger, um, <laughs> who uploaded the pictures of the, I, um, oh no, it's his uncle who did it. Oh, okay, yeah, his so, uncle Frederick, so Uncle Kruger. <laughs> let's oh just call, man, you know, for the purposes of fun, let's just call him Freddy if they don't mention his name. Okay. Let's see. Do they do they give a, a first name here? Probably not. No. Nope. No. No first name. So Freddy so, Krueger. Uh, Uncle Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Frederick Krueger. Uncle Frederick Krueger in yes. Wisconsin. Um. But like, come on, dude. Like, that's ingenious. I love. I love that. I wish. Oh my god. Like, I want to. Is there quotes or anything from their na- from the neighbors? No, not from the neighbors. Oh. He's just like, <laughs> you know, he's he's always been thinking outside the box. I love my uncle, even though he haunts my dreams. <laughs> For two reasons. <laughs> it's because his uncle was Uncle Bad Touch also. <laughs> oh, no. Wasn't that what Freddy did anyway? Uncle Bad Touch? Wasn't, yeah. Didn't Freddy, like, isn't that why they thought that he, isn't that why they burned him? Well, that's, yeah. He, I mean, like, allegedly. Allegedly. Because they thought he was, he was diddling, diddling kids, right? He was just diddling kids? Did, little, little kitty diddler. Little diddler. Um, but he wasn't, though. And that's why yeah. he got the revenge. That's why revenge. Yep. That don't murder people for unless you're absolutely sure. Yeah, if you're absolutely sure. No, I'm not going to say that statement on, <laughs> on, on wax. Um, all right, don't ever murder people. Murdering Speaking is of wrong. Scary stuff, and getting a little bit more real with it, depending on how you look at it. Ian, last week we started with a list of the most haunted places by, in, state. in, yes. by states. So I want to go ahead and pick up where we left off here. Okay. You know, tis the season. I know people are looking for a good fright. Mm-hmm. People are looking for spooky stuff here and there. I know I am. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'm going to talk a little bit about, uh, I'm gonna, we ended last, last time on the seas, yep. the, the sea states. Yep. With the letter C, I'm gonna start by giving you the D. Oh, it's truly ooh, daddy, the D, because there's one D state. Oh, Delaware. Oh yeah, Dover, Delaware. Why did I almost say Detroit? Detroit, because <laughs> it's 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 all lawless like, land. I was like, no, that's not right. And then I said, oh yeah, Dakota. Like, wait, <laughs> oh, no, wait a minute. Hold <laughs> it's on, been a, a long Denver. Day. Listen, <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, um, Dallas, that's the one. <laughs> Yeah, that's the one. They got the cowboys and such. Um, Denmark. <laughs> that's a state, right? Um, Dover, Delaware. Okay. The governor's mansion. Ooh. People have reportedly, uh, I'm sorry, people have reported ghostly encounters in this historic. And by the way, this is the, on the Huffington Post, um, yes. 50 most haunted places in all 50 states. Yes. Um, people have reported ghostly encounters in this historic uh, home since 1815. Mm. So back in 1815. Ooh. People were reporting ghosts. Like, that's kind of fucked up. Yes. Yes, it is. Moans and screams are heard from a hole in a large tree near the house. What the fuck? 
it's the glory hole. <laughs> well, why. okay, I can debunk that. It's if an there's owl, a lot of wind, maybe. or if there's a lot of wind, yeah, a lot know. of wind could go in there depending yeah. on how hollow it is. Yeah, but it could be a ghostly tree. spirit. I don't know. I haven't been there yet. Um, some claim the hole may have been a hiding place when the house served as a stop at the Underground Railroad. So it sounds like it's a big enough hole. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Florida, West Palm Beach, the Riddle House. Ooh. You know the Riddle House. Um, I think I do. Continue. <laughs> Nothing good can ever come from a house that used to be a funeral home, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. I know the Riddle House. How about one that's haunted by the restless spirits of a nearby cemetery? Mm. One caretaker reportedly hung himself in, uh, from the Riddle House's uh, attic rafters while this haunted adobe... Adobe? Ad- can you say Adobe. 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 Oh, wait. No, it's not an adobe. Uh, Inez is holding a clay pot. She needs to be very proud of. Haunted abode. (laughs) (laughs) Dixlixia. (laughs) Dakota? Um, I was reading something about an adobe earlier, um, which I'm going to read to you later. Um, So this haunted abode was slated for demolition in 1995. Um, A a descendant of the original owner stepped in and turned it into a creepy museum. So you can go visit the Riddle House if you dare. Savannah, Georgia. Okay. The Pirate's House. Oh. Like Johnny Depp? Like exactly like Johnny Depp. Pirate Johnny Depp. (laughs) Um. Built in 1753, the Savannah Restaurant is actually one of the state's oldest standing structures. Uh, It's still in operation today. Waiting Uh, for you. Yeah. (laughs) But don't go overboard (laughs) at the pirate's house. Otherwise, you may find yourself at the mercy of the same pirates who once took advantage of young, drunk sailors and sold them into slaveries on their ships. Shit. Um, By the way. Never to be seen or heard from. Again. By the way, if you are one of our listeners and you've been to any of these places that we're listing, yeah. please send us your stories. I, I really want to know. I'm going to tell you if I've been in any of these places. I've never been that far east. Yeah, so, me neither. So I can't, um, I can't tell you I've been there because I've not. What could go wrong, Ian? What what could be in in paradise? Hawaii? Honolulu, Hawaii. Uh, volcano. The, um, oh man, is that a capital I or is that an L? <laughs> Give it a shot. Um, and that's a hard letter too because it's a, is it Ika? Is it Iolani Palace? Yeah. Or it could be Luani Palace. That's probably what it is. It's got a little it apostrophe before the, the first letter and it looks like an I maybe. Iwani? You know what? No, it's an I because yeah, it's, it's the first yeah. letter. Um, Iwani Palace. <laughs> Iolani Palace. Yeah. Um, Iwani Palace um, was uh, once the seat of Hawaii's royal family. Yes. And apparently some of them, including, whew, here are some names. Uh, Matt's names, here they go. Queen. Say them wrong, they'll haunt you. Oh, God. They'll come here from across the sea. <laughs> Queen Lily Uokalani. Close. Lily Uokalani. Um, have never left. Uh, the queen was imprisoned. Why didn't they just say the queen the first time? Uh, the queen was imprisoned in this palace for eight months after trying to overthrow the government. Jesus. Visitors today report seeing her ghostly figure gliding across the grounds and her silhouette in the windows of the now <coughs> unoccupied palace. Shit. Fuck, that sounds frightening. Boise, Idaho. Oh, I've been to Boise. The old Idaho penitentiary. Never been there. 
This old state prison was built in 1870 uh, and was once home to 13,000 prisoners. Uh, one of its most infamous inmates was Raymond Allen Snowden, also known as Idaho's Jack the Ripper. Ooh. Visitors report strange sounds and a feeling of dread while visiting the site of, of his 1957 execution. Ugh. All right, let's go to Midlothian, Illinois, okay. Bachelor's Grove Cemetery. Ugh. Uh, home to one of the most famous ghosts ever captured on camera, the Bachelor's Grove Cemetery is a hotbed of paranormal activity thanks to its storied past. Apparently, gangsters once used the cemetery as, dumping as a dumping ground for bodies. Um, as Bachelor's Grove slipped into neglect, Satanists were rumored to conduct rituals and animal sacrifice on its grounds. Ugh. Brent or Benton, Indiana. Never been there. Uh, Step Cemetery. Okay. Now, uh, the now neglected Step Cemetery in Benton, Indiana, is home to the ghost of a grieving woman in black. As the story goes, the woman was so distraught over her infant's death, she went to the cemetery and dug up its body and then ended her own life. Jesus Christ. All right. I know you know this one, Ian. Villisca, Iowa. The Villisca Axe Murder House. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. In 1912... Eight people, including six children, were bludgeoned to death in this Iowa home. But the scariest part of the story is that we still don't know who did it. The scene of the crime now functions as a museum and is available for overnight rentals. <sighs> I don't know if I'd do that. Would you? You wouldn't do that? I don't know, man. Maybe. I'd be All scared. Right. I got a couple more here for you. We're going to get through the K's. <clears throat> Atchison, Kansas. The Sally House. Ooh. The That's Sally scary. House came into paranormal prominence in the 1990s when the owners, Deborah and Tony Pickman, claimed they have suffered violent attacks and strange phenomena. Tony claimed that one night he dreamt a little girl pulled him out of bed. Soon thereafter, he found child-sized footprints burned onto his wrist. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, fingerprints. <laughs> I thought they were like standing on his like. Yeah, wrist. I thought so too. Okay, that's still frightening. <clears throat> Shit. You know what? I think I might have heard about that one before. That's the one where, um, like the the keyword they always use is the harpy. Yeah. Remember, mm -hmm. it's like that. Yeah, like yeah. The, um, Louisville, Kentucky, Waverly Hills Sanatorium. Ooh, I know about Waverly Hills. One of the country's most well-known abandoned sanitariums, um, Waverly Hills, is remembered for the sheer number of patients who entered its doors and never left. Apparently, so many died while at Waverly Hills that employees had to install, quote, a body chute, a long tunnel made for disposing of corpses so as not to upset the other patients. Ugh. So that's where we're going to put a pin in that. Oh, man. Um, I'm actually, we'll pick up next time with uh, the uh, the L's. Okay. We can go to Louisiana. Ooh, um, that one's going to be good. But Ian, I have a bonus one. A bonus for one? You. I have a bonus one for you. And anybody bonus? else who listens um, in California Ooh. here. Um, I actually have some because I was going to say. I'll tell you if I've been here before. We, you and I. I don't know. Maybe it's my own feeling. I'm like, I feel like there's not really a whole lot of haunted places around Southern California. Um, and the ones that are, I feel like it's just like one or two. And um, 
you know, other reported places are more like residences and yeah. it's just like one or two experiences. And yeah, like yeah. That's kind of it. Like we have down in Southern California, we have the Whaley house. Um, what else? I mean, there's spots in LA. There's other places here and there, but there's not a lot that are super well known. A lot yeah. of it's just like local folklore and hearsay and stuff. I feel like there's more like up north and yeah. all that stuff, but mm-hmm. we we never really look. Hollywood into that has or, a lot too because ho- I mean, of yeah. course, but but it's most. It's not like and you'll see the ghost of like you know yeah. of Chester A. Arthur. It's like no, you'll <laughs> yeah. you'll see like it's Marilyn Monroe's ghost or like somebody from the ni- the nineteen uh, the nineteen forties fifties thirties. Even then, though, I, the thing about like Hollywood hauntings, it's always like this was this person's favorite restaurant, and so they can be seen here. This is where they died. This is, and it's like well. Okay, I feel like if a ghost is going to haunt a place, they're going to be in one location. And every place that had some prominence in that person's life claims to be haunted by that person. Yeah, well. But anyway, um, so I, I found this list website called Haunt, Haunted P, Haunted Ia. Okay. Okay, like Haunted IA. Okay. Dot com. Uh, haunted Ia, whatever. Um, and I found an article, the 10 most haunted places in California Ooh. that are absolutely sinister. Right. I'm not going to go through the whole list here, but you've, have you labeled the ones that are just in Southern California? Um, that's the thing. Um, there's like, none of these are really Southern, Southern California. California. They're, I mean, bitch. other than like the Waverly, or I'm sorry, the, the Waverly <laughs> house, <laughs> the Whaley the house. house, the Whaley house. Um, but it, it does highlight an area that I often overlook, and that is Central Coast. Yes. Central Coast. Oh, lots yeah. Of Central a lot Coast. of shit on the Central Coast. Um, I mean, there's the Queen Mary. They, they've got the John Snowden, uh, Soden House, Soden House, mm-hmm. um, which is where um, it, it's said to be haunted due to it was the site of the uh, Elizabeth. Um, is Elizabeth Short? Yeah, right? the, the Black uh, Dahlia. Um, they 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 that's think where that they John think she Soden was, was the was the murderer. They're pretty sure at this yeah. point. Um, but everything else is like in Northern California and Central Coast, and um, this one stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the Los Coches Adobe. See, Jesus a, fucking adobe. Christ. That's why I said Adobe before. That's scary looking. That's scary fucking looking, right? Um, this is going to be, God, where was it? It was, I think it was in uh, Monterey County. Okay. Is where it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Categorized under historical buildings, Los Coches Adobe is an ancient construction with a black history. While every nine visitors out of ten have voted it for a hub of mysterious occurrences, this spot has everything it takes to make Los Adobe one of uh, one of some real haunted places in California. The story st- uh, starts from the natives' belief that uh, it is believed to be a place. Uh, it is believed that this place was earlier a site where laborers, uh, laborers were used to do mining works. One fine day, misfortune knocked in their lives and all, uh, and, oh, wow, this is not very well written. Um, misfortune knocked, uh, and basically they, they all drowned to death in the mines. Jesus uh, long after the incident, visitors claim they hear many screams uh, coming from the old well, while uh, the area where soil seep, well, the area where soil steeped 
inside. Um, ghost of a woman in her 30s has also been spotted wandering the place for many years. If you love ghost sightings, you may want to check out the uh, Los Coaches Adobe. I guess they have uh, hours. They have like it like it's open to the public and stuff. Sweet. So Los Coaches Adobe. Um, and then, yeah, there's so that that's 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 one of them. That's one of them. There. There's some other ones we'll share with you here. Um, but yeah, Central Coast, mostly and stuff like that. But yeah, that that's that's the that's the somewhat real, I guess, depending on what you believe and what you uh. what you think. Um scary stuff here that I've got there. You know, speaking of belief, it's funny yeah. you mention belief because belief comes a lot into what we're gonna be talking about next. So last year we started a uh a tradition on the show of reading Spooky games that exist Ooh, in the Chewy found this website. It's a blog called theghostinmymachine.wordpress.com. Uh, and they, they post creepypasta games, which could be real, could be not real. We don't know. Uh, we advise if you are going to play any of these games that you uh, do so in, um, you do so with with, uh, with a little bit of caution because we don't know if these are real things or fake or pretend. Uh, but Chewy uh, informed me of these last year, read a few, and I decided this year I'd return the favor and read some more. Because uh, I've been pretty addicted to this site after after that, so I haven't played any of these games. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna read about a little game tonight called Channel Infinity, and it involves oh, that shit. thing right there, the television. Television. This one is quite elaborate, I will say. Okay. There's a lot of ins and outs, and they kind of go over all of it. So let's start discussing. It, all right. <clears throat> so, what is needed for Channel Infinity? So for Channel Infinity, now they have a little paragraph describing what it is and that, but I like skipping over that and going right to the meat, going right to the meat of, of, of the uh, of the matter. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Players, one principal mm-hmm. and at least one partner. So you and I would have to do it together. Okay. All right. Requirements. One quiet room with a door. One television. The older, the better. Analog is ideal. So we don't have any analog televisions. But, so you can use a digital one if you don't have one. But One remote control. Not necessarily the one that came with the television. Oh, okay. One item of personal significance. What would you choose? What would your item of personal significance be? Uh, I don't know. My knife, I guess. Okay. One favorite book. What would your favorite <laughs> book be? Comics count. <laughs> oh, man. You gonna do this to me right now? Yeah, I am. What's your favorite favorite book? Uh, I don't, I don't know, dude. Um, All right, <laughs> I don't know. Continuing. Well, I then can't you, play we can't. This I game. guess we can't play the yeah. game. Uh, the next thing you need is one key, any key, doesn't matter where okay. to. Oh, I know what key I would bring. <laughs> your house key? No. Car key? The key to your heart. Oh. <laughs> one cell phone. Uh, you would also need. I'll bring fu- Matt's cell phone. It's funny that you mentioned. It's funny you mentioned your knife because you also need one weapon. A hammer, though, is a good choice. Okay, I'll bring a hammer. All right. Instructions. Okay. The prelude. Step one. Set up the television in a quiet room. So, your quiet room. Put your TV. We're already done with step one. We can move on. Step two. Oh, no. Turn the television on. Turn it to any channel that does not receive. Static if using an analog machine or plain black or a no signal screen if using a digital one. Place the remote nearby. Part three, leave the room. Do not enter it for three hours. 
If you live with other people, make sure they stay out of it too. Okay. Step four. While you're waiting for the three hours to pass, gather the following items. The item of personal significance, the book, the key, the cell phone, and the weapon. Call your partner and have them come over. You may also invite over more friends or loved ones if desired. Brief them on what is about to occur. Oh, shit. Part two. Okay. Finding the channel. Ooh, okay. Gather your partners outside the quiet room. Items in hand, enter the room, leaving your partners outside. Close the door behind you. Okay. Are you, are you doing this in your brain? Are you seeing what it would look like? Shut up. Two, settle yourself in front of the television. You know how to do that, don't you? <laughs> Keep your eyes on the screen. Stay there until you begin to feel different. Disoriented might be a good way to describe it, but the experience may not be the same for everyone. Step three. When you've reached that right mental state, call your partner or partners into the room. Part four. Select the partner who means the most to you. Hand the item of personal significance to them. Send your partners out of the room. Instruct them not to come back until you open the door yourself, regardless as to what they may or may not hear coming from inside. No fuck. Do you think that if I was doing this, you could just stand outside? I mean, I guess you'd leave me dead, so. <laughs> but that's the absence of noise. Yes. Part six, close the door. Step seven, face away from the television. Listen closely. If you hear silence, do not proceed. If you hear a noise, pick up the remote control and turn to face the television. Proceed to step eight. Step eight, a yes or no question will be displayed on the screen. Answer it with the remote. Press the channel up button for yes, the channel down button for no. Answer truthfully. Nine, do this for as many questions as appear on the screen. Ten, at the conclusion of the questions, one of three things may occur. If your favorite television show appears on the screen, watch it. It will be difficult, but do not look away no matter what you might see. Proceed to watching the channel step one. So that's... If you did okay. good. Option two. If an image or of the person or thing you hate most in the world appears on the screen, pick up your weapon. Destroy the television screen. Proceed to watching this channel. Step one. Fuck. If you look around you and feel like something is off, pick up the cell phone, the key, and the book. They will be available for you here. Then exit your home. Find the nearest public building. Open the door with the key. Enter. Three. Inside the building, find a room with one with only one way in or out. Enter it and close the door behind you. Sit down. Read your book. If you hear nothing, do not proceed. If you hear footsteps, wait until they fade out of auditory range. Then begin to count aloud to 250. Proceed to sub-step four. <sighs> See, so many, so many rules. Hold so on, many rules like, with this one. Like, uh, you go to a public building and you open it with your key? Remember, spooky shit. How does that work? Maybe you're in a different dimension. That's weird. Okay. Listen, if you hear three knocks, open the door. If you hear four knocks, repeat the words, I forbid you, twice. Then open the door. Shit. If you open the door and there is no one there, do not proceed. If you open the door and there is a statue of a person you love outside, destroy the statue. Proceed to sub-step six. Oh, God. Six, exit the building. Seven, look at the moon. If you see a pink half moon, 
Take out your cell phone. Call your third most recent contact. Proceed to watching the channel step one. If you see a pink full moon, take out your cell phone. Call a random number. Before the person on the other end picks up, bite your tongue straight through. Proceed to watching the channel step one. If you see a green half moon, remove your clothing. Run home. Don't look back. Proceed to watching the channel step one. If you see a green full moon, you will be incapable of proceeding. Oh, shit. So you're fucked. So best case scenario so far is your favorite show appears on the screen. Yeah. Or a person of an image or thing you hate the most in the world appears on the screen. And you destroy the television. <clears throat> and that's it. Not yet. No, that's the that's best the, scenario so far. Yes. Or other one, if the other stuff happens, you're fucking you're fucked. fucked. There's yeah. so many options after that. All right. <clears throat> this is where it gets a little bit simpler. Watching the channel. After completing any of these three scenarios, you will have reached channel infinity. You may now do any of the following. One, press the guide function on your remote control. Select the show you believe will answer your most pressing question. Watch it carefully. Two, continue watching the static or no signal screen. Pay close attention to what, if anything, appears. If you look at it the right way, it too will answer your most pressing question. Three, something else, anything else, you decide. Step three, ending the show. Or step four, I'm sorry, ending the show. One, turn the television off. Two, leave the room. Additional notes. This ritual may be performed using just the room, the television, and the remote control, although it'll likely be much more difficult without the other objects. If you choose to play it in this way, the following adjustments may be made. Instead of handing an item of personal significance to your partner, hug them and whisper a secret in their ear. No shit. Instead of unlocking the door to the building with the key, climb in a window. Instead of reading the book, simply wait. Instead of using the weapon to destroy the television, destroy it with some other way, kicking it through, tip it over, etc. The number of questions that appear during the questions phase may be as few as three or as many as 26. Jeez. No matter how many questions there are, the most important thing is to answer honestly. Failing to do so will cause the ritual to fail. The number and variety of television shows that will appear as options on the guide function of Channel Infinity will depend on who you choose as partners. Consider them carefully. There is safety in numbers. You may only watch Channel Infinity a maximum of four times over the course of your life. Choose your moments wisely. Oh, God. Do not speak of what you learned after watching Channel Infinity to anyone, ever. Oh, one more thing. Concerning the green full moon? Yeah. If you see one, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, shit. (laughs) You didn't think something as innocuous as a TV could be so scary, did you? Uh, no, of course I did, dude. Poltergeist? Yeah. Come on. But you won't be thinking of Poltergeist tonight when you're like, maybe I should give a personal item to Ian. How can I stab <laughs> that TV through with a knife? <laughs> God damn it. Why did I pick Sledgehammer? Oh, man. So, yeah, Channel Infinity. Some spooky-ass fucking shit. Dude, that's fucking creepy. Oh, you just wait till the one next time. Oh, okay. yeah? That's their final one. I you think. got an even creepier one next time? I think time? it's our final one, if I remember correct, before Halloween. I think I think next time is our Halloween Spooktacular. Is it? Mm-hmm. Check the calendar real quick. I want to know that sure. for sure. Pretty sure next time is it, because I only have one more. Uh, and it's pretty fucking scary. <laughs> yes, next time is our um, Halloween Spooktacular. Right. Um, okay. All right. Well, I've got one last thing here for you, Ian. One more thing? I've got one more thing. 
And I'm, I'm going to start by saying this. Being, I'm sorry. I'm so I'm sorry. So sorry. Um, I'm I'm being 100% serious here. I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you a question, and and I, I would expect you to see it through. Just okay. so you know. Okay. You know before you before you give me your answer, I would expect you to follow through with it. Okay. <sighs> Ian. We've talked a lot so far about what may be real, what may not be real, hauntings, mm-hmm. tempting fate, you know, things like that. I don't know if you're aware of this, but I think I'm pretty sure because I think they did it last year. Airbnb has a Halloween contest. Okay. Are you aware of this? Uh, I think we might have mentioned it last year. But refresh my memory. Yeah, last refresh year. Refresh my recollection. <laughs> last year they sent someone to these. Um, it, it was that. It was the uh, in the Grand Canyon caverns, like the the one hotel room, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the one bed in the middle of the cavern by itself. Mm-hmm, you remember mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. Well, they're upping the ante this year. Oh Ian. shit! <sighs> All right, sleep inside. A coffin at Dracula's castle this Halloween. Two fearless souls are are, uh, being sought to spend the night inside Dracula's castle this October 31st. Dracula author Bram Stoker's great-grandnephew, I can't say his first name, Dacra, Dacre, uh, Dacre Stoker... (laughs) My name is Jim Daker. <laughs> Daker Stoker is throwing an open uh, is throwing open the doors to Bran Castle in Transylvania, Romania, for the lucky winners of an Airbnb contest. Playing the role of Dracula, um, Jonathan Harker. Um, he, I'm sorry, playing a, the role of. Dracula character, John Jonathan Harker, he'll greet them as they arrive by horse-drawn carriage to the castle, where the 15th century prince Vlad the Impaler, who inspired Stoker's 1897 gothic horror story, once stayed. He'll then treat the duo to a candlelit dinner before leading them to the crypt for their night's sleep inside velvet-trimmed coffins. I want to make it both realistic and show the legend in a wonderful country that birthed the whole thing, Dacre Stoker told the Associated Press. While this day will undoubtedly be a dream or nightmare come true for the fans of the Irish writer's terrifying novel, guests must still abide by certain house rules. So, here are the house rules, Ian. Okay. No garlic or garlic-scented items allowed. Okay. You are kindly requested to leave your silver jewelry at home. Okay. Do not cross the cutlery. In fact, please refrain from placing anything in a cross formation. Beware the bats in the castle tower. Please close all curtains before sunrise. And the Count is not a fan of mirror selfies. Oh, jokes. Ah, jokes. I got them. Um, (laughs) To have a chance of becoming the first people to stay overnight in the castle since 1948, 
Entrants have uh, have to state what they'd say to Count Dracula if they ended up coming face to face with him. So on the Airbnb site, um, you can go ahead and enter what you would say upon meeting him. Now, here's the best part, Ian. This entry window is still open until October 26th. So they're going to pick their winner like right before, you know, and, and just fly the people out there, I guess, and, and, and get it all set up. So my question to you, Ian, is A, should we enter? And B, if we won, would you go through with it oh, man. with me? I would well. I think the most important question it would be is, you and me. It would have to be you and I. The most important question is: Would you go through with it? I would have to. <laughs> you wouldn't have to. We could say, "Oh no, pick somebody else." I no no. The 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 deal that we're making right now would be: We either both enter, and if one of us wins, we take the other, or we don't enter at all. I mean, like if I was like, "No, no, no, no" or whatever. Uh, and you really wanted to do it, and then you won, and you want to take someone else, that's that's your prerogative. I would say I'm not going to enter unless I know for 100% sure that you would go, should we win? Do I have to give this answer right now? Can I think about it? No, you have to. I'm putting you on the spot. This is the Because here's the thing. So you're saying if though, we that you won, are down to go. I'm going to take a leap of faith and say, yeah. <laughs> If Sleep in a coffin? If it's you and I there, oh, I think I would do it. If it was me and maybe someone else, I don't know. Oh, God. I don't know, man. That's scary. I know. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> I don't the know. The reason why I'm doing this here is because if, if, if I were to win, if you were to win or something like that, and then it was like, oh, whatever. It's like we, we have this like recording of like, because you know, you know we're going to have to take video. You know we're gonna have to report on what if anything happened, all all that stuff. Oh, man. I don't know, dude. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared because I'm like, well, the odds are we're probably not gonna win, so go for it. But the other side, I'm like, but what if we do? And I have to, I have to be held to my word. It would be something that's outside of your comfort zone. Oh, extremely. Um, you would get to travel for free. I would. Get to go to Dracula's castle, yeah. Which I'm sure you would probably want to do under most circumstances. No. <laughs> well, just just like in general, you wouldn't want to visit Dracula's maybe castle. Not, maybe not. Um, like I'm not gonna lie, staying the night as the only two people in the castle wouldn't be my first choice. Tell you what, but I'll tell you what. Well, here's the other thing too. I'll tell you what. They've got to have. Someone else like there, like they've got to have, because they they no, have to be anticipating people hold running on. out in terror. Hold on, I'll tell you what. Okay, tell you what. Okay, be great for our listeners to know right now if I said yes or no. But wouldn't it be better if we talk about it, and then next time they know for sure that we've entered the that country. means no no it doesn't mean no it means i want to think about it it means it, it's a hard decision you ask me like do you want to go to the murder mansion it's like what no i don't know maybe i i don't know i don't know i i can't i'll be honest with you i can't say absolutely a hundred percent because i am part of me is like yeah that would be fun but the other part of me is like but you don't believe in ghosts and stuff. I don't like know that. if I could sleep in a closed coffin. Though. I don't think it's a closed coffin. You know, we don't know that. 
mean, we won't know. Like, but, but then again, do I look, not? Here's the picture. Here's the picture of what they've got. My guess is they're not going to put a lid on you like that. And honestly, I might feel better about the situation if it were a closed coffin. Because <laughs> yeah, you can't see what's out there. Because I can't see what's going on. I'm like, okay, I got this fucking wood right here. Like, I'm good, you know? I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, God, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I mean, I there's to, lots of candles there, too. I have to think about it. I have to think about it. <laughs> I'm scared. I mean the likelihood. I mean, what would you? Well, let's 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 answer that question. What would you say to Dracula? Put on the spot. He's in front of you. What would you say? I don't know. I'd have to think about what my response would be to try to, you know, like get the best response. Would you say something punny? <sighs> you suck, bud. Like, <laughs> hey, what's up, suck, suck bud? bud? Um, I'm. I mean, like. I might, but I feel like I couldn't go with like the most obvious like pun. You know what I mean? I couldn't be like fang in there or anything like that. <laughs> That's the most obvious pun. I like, but I'm something where it's like, oh, fang or vampire, like like saying like it. It'd have to be something a little bit more like. <laughs> I like how that's the most obvious one. I'm just saying there. something like Fang super obvious where like, you know, it's it's like shoehorned in there. Like I couldn't do that. But like I'd have to find something to be like, I don't know. Because I'd want it to be like something that I would really say. You know what I mean? Like I, I probably wouldn't be like, you know, nice to meet you. Blah, blah. Like I'd probably be like, oh, fuck. You know, so it'd have to be something that would like. Like get across my surprise something that would get across my my shock at meeting well and also they say like if you met the count but like you know are we talking about vlad the impaler dracula or are we talking about like you know bram stoker's dracula yeah i would imagine bram stoker because you know that's like the whole reason this is being put on and stuff i don't know man i don't know if i can do this i don't know (laughs) I'm getting nervous just thinking about it because that bed looks so comfy, comfy, comfortable. That's com- short for comfortable. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I'll have to think about it. I'll have to, I'm going to puss out right now. I'll have to think about it and then come back next week and tell you what, whether we did it or not. All right. At, le- at least you admitted that you're checking in out on the question right now. I'm, I, I'm saying this. It. I'll say this. I am 100% terrified to do this, <laughs> but if you agree... I would commit to going through with it. It's not even about like, listen, won. if you were to tell me like, oh, you're going to stay the night in a haunted place, you know, within 30 minutes or an hour of your home, mm-hmm. like I might be a little more okay with that. But the fact that I'm halfway across the world, but like that, that's the part just that makes you in a coffin that would in be, a castle that would be the where part. Dracula lived. But I'm just saying, like, if it was. Like for me, the scary part is the possibility of some freaky shit going on. And out down. in the middle of fucking nowhere. Well, we that's have what, nowhere else to go. That's what I'm it's saying. It's not like if you're like, you're going to stay in this haunted Hollywood house. Like we could run out into the street. That's but the what, fact that it's so far I'm away saying. is more like. All There's got to be other people as a part of this with this contest and all that sort of They have to be prepared for like. Okay, some fuckers are going to run out in the middle of the night or 
like they're going to try to steal some shit or fuck some shit up. At the very least, even if they're not concerned with the safety of their guests, they're probably concerned with the safety of the castle and it being vandalized. So they've got to have some other people there and they've got to have some way to keep tabs on it. My guess is there'll be a, cu- a couple of surveillance camera live feeds. My guess is this room isn't more than like a few rooms like in the castle. Like, you know, like you would walk in. What if it's in like the far back corner? The far back. If there's an exit to the other end, then then maybe. I feel like it's got to be someplace where they would have quick access where they can like have kind won, of a crew of people. I feel like if we won, we could ask all these questions. And if we did decide that we were still too afraid, they'd be like, okay, we'll get, pick somebody else. Thank you. Uh, I, I feel like they've, at the very least, for covering their own asses, wouldn't just leave two people stranded there. In general, they have guards and yeah. stuff around there. Dracula's guards? Yeah, Dracula's <laughs> guards. <laughs> his, his undead legion of... Mall cops. Do so they have the? Uh, they have like the ladies, like the lady vampires, like the ones that tried to like fuck suck Keanu in that movie. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, they tried to fuck him and suck his blood out. I, but but the point is, I think, no, I think they would have. Is Gary Oldman gonna be there? He might. No, he won't. They might. I feel like they've got to have. You know what? I'd do it if I could bring Gary Oldman. Because <laughs> then I'd be like, you know what you're doing? You were Dracula. You're fine. Ian, I feel more safe with the actual vampire there. If you won, and you could convince Gary Oldman <laughs> to, to go. go with you, <laughs> yeah. I would be totally in favor of that. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want Gary Oldman to go with me. You just said. I know. I know. I say a lot of things. <laughs> no, I want to take. What are we talking about? I want to take Wesley Snipes with me. There you go. He's a vampire hunter. I don't. I don't know what I would do if I met my suck bud, dude. I don't know what I would say. <laughs> I don't know what I would say. I have to think about it too. It, it, it's not an easy choice. Um. Dear God, I, I think we're gonna have to wait till next week to find out what what, what we've decided because what really Ian has out. decided. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I mean, like, oh, so I'm that scares me more than the friggin' f- funny fake game, maybe fake and maybe real game that we just talked about. This this is giving me real well, anxiety. Okay, this well, is giving me real anxiety. Here's a question: Do you think Dracula's castle is haunted? Yes. You like honestly? Yes. Think it's haunted. Yes. Would you go inside the castle? Yes, during the day. Okay, like when like, he's asleep. No, like, like a well, I mean, he like obviously his body's not there. You don't know that. I mean, it might be. <laughs> like, what if uh, this is all a ploy just to get to get a couple dudes to get their get sucked? Ghost Adventures went there. Yeah, they made they made it. Maybe they made a deal with the count. To try went, to try to encourage they survive to try to encourage tourism for people to come and Ian, get sucked. What if by the suck bud, <laughs> Ian? What if, what if we didn't sleep the whole time we were there? What if we stayed up the whole night? I don't think I'm gonna sleep night? at all when I'm there. No, but what if it was like unless a, I'm like jet lagged, then I'll just pass out. Yeah. What if it was a thing where it wasn't like okay, I'm gonna try to fall asleep and then you're by yourself. Like it's a thing where. But like, now I'm thinking about what if I pass out and like in like. Well, but he, but and they I show wouldn't. Me, no, but what if they like I pass out? What if we both pass out because we're jet lagged and they show me like some footage later of the fucking like top of the coffin opening or some fucking like ghost shit in the room when I was asleep. I would fucking haunt me forever. That's like, that was the scariest part of the first paranormal activity movies. The fact that yeah. the guy's just sleeping and she's standing there looking at him. It's like, that's, that's my nightmare. So it's, so I've it's, had nightmares that Samantha, my girlfriend has done that to me. Oh shit. That she's, she never has to my knowledge. To your knowledge. But like, I've had nightmares where I'm just like, she's just looking at me. Do like, you think she might? No. 
Like, I'm not saying, do you think she has? I'm saying, like, do you think she's she, a heavy sleeper? She has. She that sleeps in through her. my storing. Well, yeah, but what if she's awake? Like, what if she's like, oh, I'm not sleepy, and you're like, I'm tired, you know and what? then you just fall asleep. There you go. That's my scapegoat. I'd love to do it, Chewy, but I gotta ask my girlfriend first to make sure it's okay. I think we're supposed to take take her niece's trick training. The best part about this is I've actually contacted your girlfriend through Facebook and I have gotten her phone number and I texted her asking her about this beforehand and she said that you don't have any do- any relationship duties during that time. Can period. I see the text message? No, you can trust me. <laughs> I don't though. When well, it comes to that's, this. That's what that's what you get for not trusting me. <laughs> Should I just text her now to ask to follow up? If you want. She'll fine. she'll deny it. She'll deny it. <laughs> up and down. Up and down. So your it sounds like your fear is less of something paranormal happening to you. Yeah. Or in front of you. But finding out that something paranormal well, and also, happened I mean, and I mean, that also, you were defenseless. I mean, all of that. All of that is terrifying. But the fact that like even if I was like, okay, I slept, I made it through the night, yeah. I did it. They'd be like, like oh yeah, finding check out this that out. shit happened. Ugh. So what would you rather happen? Would you, ra- in general, in general, no matter where you are, like, would you rather see something slash hear something, like basically be conscious God, so and experience something, or would you rather not experience anything and find out later something Dude, I just got over not being you. afraid of the haunted houses at Universal that we just went through. I just got over being being like, I don't have to be afraid. These are just people. And now <laughs> you're asking me to up the ante and go to a real haunted place. And not only where there's haunted shit, but it's also across the world and where a vampire lived. Well, I mean, across the world, though, I don't see, think that's scary. What if I woke up and I'm on the Judas Cradle and it's like Vlad's back. He's like, I'm going to make your asshole bleed. I'm going <laughs> to dip bread in your blood. But that, that has nothing to do with halfway across. I mean, that could happen in fact, some dude's like sure, sure. B- basement but, but in Georgia. Fact, but Sure. But oh, again, Georgia is also far away from my house. It could be at the next door neighbor. Our next door neighbors could be like yeah, sadists but, 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 and but just I, be like, but let's, like, uh, but let's like, take I this feel young like boy. If I hit hard enough on the wall, you might be like, what the fuck is going on? But I'm there? not if they pump the house full of gas to knock everybody out. I, I don't know. But I'm just saying the fact that it's further away scares me because I'm less near things that I'm comfortable with. Like what things? Like my home. Like knowing, oh, I'm in the greater Los Angeles, Orange County area. Like the fact that I am. I think you and I have very different outlooks on travel. The fact that I know that like, listen, the fact that I'm going to a haunted place in another continent across the world where ghosts are present. Is it that you're afraid you don't know how European ghosts act? No, it's because I'm, you know why I'm afraid. I mean, American Because ghosts. I'm in a giant fucking haunted castle <laughs> in Europe in the middle of fucking nowhere. What if it was a giant fucking haunted castle a block away from here? Um, then that wouldn't be as scary It wouldn't me. be as scary? It would be scary, but it wouldn't be as See, scary. See, for me, Because one, be... fa- one of the factors of fear is removed, which is that it's not super far away. But then the ghost could follow you home because it's so close. Yeah, like a fucking airplane is going to stop a ghost. Like, oh, I, I can't walk across I mean, this could. water. It could. I don't no, know how ghosts work. It attaches to your soul and it follows you back. <laughs> you think it attaches to the soul? Probably. And the thing is, at least with an American ghost, I can reason with it. It speaks English. <laughs> Well, what if it's an what if it's a British ghost? No, I, oh god, I don't know. I have to think about it. You're you're talking me out of this. And you, no, I'm just you're saying, not selling me on it, Ian. All I'm saying, you were almost gonna make a sale of you. We're just gonna keep, keep quiet. All but I'm now saying, you're pushing me further no, no, no. away. All I'm saying is the distance shouldn't be a factor. If anything, but it is. If anything, but it is. If anything, but it is. If anything, 
the distance should help relieve some of that anxiety. Incorrect. Incorrect. Because you're worried about things coming into your home. I'm not as worried about that as you are. Okay. I don't want to be far away from comfort if I have something shitty happens to me. Uh-huh. What you're worried about is the after effect. You okay. think that something evil is going to happen and it's going to follow you home because you're in close proximity. It can yeah. walk behind you and follow you home. So, so you're talking what about what I'm afraid like, of is literally the fact that I am halfway across the world. Okay. It's like it's like 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 basically what you're saying is, well, you know, being in a desert, you know, being dropped in the middle of a desert near Palm Springs is is you know just as scary as being dropped in the middle of the Mojave Desert in Africa. Okay. Or not the Mojave Desert, not the, whatever the, the the like the desert in the Sahara. middle of yeah Sahara Desert in Africa. You're like, well, one is near Palm Springs. One okay, okay. I I know there's something nearby that I could find that I'm okay. familiar with, and I could probably try to figure out how to get there. In the in the in the Sahara Desert, I'm not only near nothing I know, but I'm in the middle of a desert, and I don't know which direction to go. Like I I feel like I feel like if you were to say. We're dropping you in the middle of, of but, this desert, but, like, but it's in California. Just dropping, just like the, the like, oh, I'm just dropping you off somewhere. I can understand that because it's like the, the problem or but, the scary but, part but is that you're lost. But the further part away, the further one is scarier than the closer one, you would argue, right? I mean, they're I, both scary, but if you knew you are 100 miles from Palm Springs. Okay. Versus you are a hundred miles from Cairo. But but again, I'd be like, holy shit, I'm in fucking Africa. But there, see, in for me, in both cases, a hundred miles from civilization. Sure, that's that's the way that I. Sure, but when I, I get to Cairo, I don't get greeted with a mai tai. <laughs> I get greeted okay. with with like barely anything. I don't know. The fact that it's further away from people I know or things that I, like, if I find a phone and I know I'm in in the desert, I could yeah. be like, oh my god, there's a phone here. Yeah, I can easily call somebody. Yeah, I can, and they'll be here in an hour or two, to where if I'm in Cairo, well, yeah, but like, I mean, I imagine it's gonna take him a day at least. I imagine longer fear, prolonging the fear. I imagine that like look, somewhere in Romania, there's a hotel. Look, I'm scared that it's further away, and there's nothing you can do to change my mind to tell me that that's less scary. This to is me. intriguing to me. I didn't the know fact this that about it's you. further away. Is frightening to me. Okay. The fact that it's in an area I'm unfamiliar with is frightening to me. And not only an area I'm unfamiliar with, like, gee, I've never been to this part of Los Angeles before. It's like, gee, I've never been to Romania at night in the middle of nowhere before. Huh. Like, which is like, honestly, which is scarier being in Los Angeles at night where you've never been before, mm -hmm. but you know you're in Los Angeles, or being in Romania at night where you've never been before and you've never been to Romania? I, I, Again, for for me, it, it's like the fear factor would not stem from to my me, location. My, me, my fear factor would stem from like if if I'm in that place in L.A. and there's like a bunch of really shady people around. You know sure, what I mean? But, like, but but I'm saying like if you know, okay, I, I'm in an area that I'm familiar with. I speak the language. I know basically that i'm in los angeles so i know i'm not far from home like i'm if, not as incredibly far from home as if i was in say romania if we remove <laughs> if we remove danger aspect of still like scary still scary hope, i'm hold on if we remove the danger aspect of being killed if we remove the danger aspect of haunted yeah you know stuff yes personally i i wouldn't like I, I, I wouldn't necessarily be quite as, as scared about being somewhere where I'm not familiar with the country or whatever it is. And maybe it's simply because like I, I've kind of experienced that. I, I don't I don't know. 
like uh, I, I've been in, I've been in a place. So I don't know if I ever told you this, Ian. In um, so I when I went to India, mm-hmm. right? We got picked up at the airport, and then they they took us to our like uh, apartment complex thing or whatever, right? And um, they're like, okay, you guys stand here, and we're gonna take you to your. It was literally like because there's a big group of people. It was um, one person being like, okay, we're gonna take you to your apartment, your apartment, your apartment, and it was like it took like two hours to get everyone sorted away in their apartments, right? Um, as a result, like I, I got into India like around like one a.m., two a.m. I didn't get into my bed in India until like 4.30 in the morning, almost 5 in the morning. That's still pretty scary. Okay. Now, what happened was this. Uh, Everyone else was sharing rooms with other people that had just arrived, or I'm sorry, sharing apartments, or, or they were meeting people that were staying from the previous session or whatever and were already there. I was housing with people that were already there, but were on like a trip for a week. And the other housemate or whatever wasn't arriving until the next week. So I was completely alone, right? Now, they're like, okay, we're picking you up from here, whatever, whatever. You know, like set your alarm, don't be late, blah, 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 blah. So guess who woke up late? And guess who didn't have any ability, like my phone obviously didn't work because I was in another country. Um, I was supposed to uh, be picked up at like what it, whatever it was, 7.30. I woke up, it was like 9 o'clock in the morning. And I like get up and I'm just like, fuck, I get ready. At this point, we have not yet been told where like we're meeting yet, you know, or any of the local thing. Like we just, you know, the... the um, the transport, whatever you call it, the bus, the van um, that brought us from the airport just took us straight to where we were and boom, we'll pick you up here tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to go over where everything is and all that sort of stuff. Um, I woke up. I had missed all that. So I went out and I'm looking around like, fuck, there is no one here. I was like, maybe I'm not the only one that's late. No, I I, I was the only one there, and there was just people around who didn't speak English. Um, my phone obviously didn't work, and it it was it was it, you know I was kind of like, oh fuck, what do I do? That that was kind of scary because I was like, well, I need to figure out where I'm supposed to be because I know I'm not supposed to be in my apartment and stuff. Um, but I, I floundered for a couple of hours. I went up to random people. I'm like, like a fucking idiot. You speak English? <laughs> do you speak English? I need help. I can't. How do I get to this building? You know, and then like finally I was like, it was like a phone. Is there a phone or something like that? Because um, I had a fo- like a phone number. Yeah. Right. And then I was just like, uh, they're, they're like, oh, yeah, it's over there. It's like a pay phone. I don't have. You know, because I just did like the money exchange, so I only have like larger, you know, like notes. Right. I didn't have any coins. Like fuck. So like I had to figure out like all that stuff. But anyway, eventually it got figured out and stuff. But so for me, the fear isn't so much in like I'm somewhere where I don't know my way around or I don't know where I'm supposed to go quite as much. More as you know, am I like in danger? Etc. It's et both for me. I mean, like, 
even when I went for our job to Colorado by myself, it was still uh, scary. I'd done it and I did it and now yeah. I'm okay. But like even staying in that room, yeah, I'm, that's like, like, I'm like, even staying in that room, a hotel room by myself, I'm like, what if somebody got murdered here? <laughs> oh man. But see, that's like more like the haunted side And it was this big it. older building that they had refurbished yeah. and it had these high ceilings with like really ornate old school, school yeah. stuff. Old skulls. Old, old school, skulls. school stuff. And I was like, this room's comfortable. Afraid someone might have cut. See, I I could have that same fear of like someone could have been murdered here and maybe it's haunted. I probably wouldn't be afraid of I don't know where I am, you know, here in Colorado. But the fact that like I couldn't be like I couldn't be like Chewy, come over here. I need your help. And you're like, I'll be there in an hour. You'll be like, I'm in fucking California. But that's you are that's eight hours away. Wait, I would be in the coffin right next to you. I know, but like, what if something happened? Something happened to you, and I'm on my own. What if Dracula got you? But then you could. Just what say, if he bit you? You could just. What say, if you became his suck bud? You could just say. What? What if? Uh, what if someone you know hurt the three of us here, living in this house that we're comfortable Stop. in? Stop. I'm done. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. You're not going to convince me that it's not scary. One, what is scary to me and what is scary to you are two very different I'm, things. I'm telling you, I'm scared too. I, I like I said, that is not uh, my first I, choice. I will I consider it. it, and I will talk to you about it. We'll and we'll, we'll th- I'll think about it. Just and the... by next time, our listeners will know. <laughs> oh, I've, is... I've learned a lot about your fears today. Yeah, we did. We learned a lot about my fears. We learned. <laughs> I, I, I did learn a lot about your fears that I didn't know. I've learned how to exploit. I learned that not only will you not save me from a situation where I may be dead, but I've also learned that you'll purposely put me in situations that make me uncomfortable and probably to frighten me to death. Oh, that would be the ultimate. Oh, you're That's what I would in do. A coffin? That's what I would do. I would just pretend I was dead you would have at to go. Romania, and then you would fucking freak out. You would have to go though. But then you'd never check me again. You'd be like, "But I think I get a free pass if I get to if I pretend to be dead at Dracula's Absolutely. castle." Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you uh, can't ever not check on me if I pretend to be dead at. Dracula's Dracula's <laughs> fucking castle. Um, but yeah, we learned we learned a lot of stuff. We learned about all the spooky places. We learned about learned about channel surfing. We learned about pranking your friends with a with a, fl- a flying ghoul. Yeah, flying oh, flying. And ghouls, most dude. of all, we learned that you should never trust your friends to check on you if you are constantly one who pretends to play dead. Because <laughs> odds are you're going to die, and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chewy. And I'm Ian. All praise be to the Dark Lord Crombar. Save us, Jesus Christ, from our sins and protect us from Count Dracula. As always, as always, keep that face because you never know. You just never know. When someone is going to bludgeon it off in the Velisca Axe Murder House. Oh, Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Next time is your Halloween Spectacular. Yeah. We'll figure something out. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.